Well, good morning, and welcome to Plant Experts Live at Prairie Gardens. I'm Tamara McDaniel, and we're here, we are here at the store at 3000 West Springfield in Champaign, corner of Springfield and Duncan, opening bright and early at 8 a.m. Here with me, even brighter and earlier, <laughs> are the experts, including Marianne Metz. Well, earlier, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> good morning, Tamara. <laughs> good morning. Good morning, John Weisgarver. Good morning, Tamara. And good morning, Steve Brown. Morning, Tamara. Yeah, you can say good morning. Everybody's in a relatively good mood this morning. Considering, yeah. I think yeah. so. Yeah. Considering you'd rather be doing a lot of things besides sitting here with the headset on. Nope. <laughs> I can't think of anything I'd rather be doing. Wow. Right here, right now. Yeah, I could think of a lot of That's worse amazing. things. I can't you. <laughs> you're dry inside, anyway. Yeah. And true. It's true. So you're going to start uh, growing rice in your garden or because some of other? Rain. Yeah. Uh-huh. What are you, you going uh-huh. to start switching things over to maybe just one big water water garden feature or what Ooh, you going to do? There's a thought. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Out by me, it's just water everywhere standing. Yeah. Yeah. I yeah. I know all of the all of the um drainage ditches are so full. It's like, oh, just another inch or two and, and they're they're hitting the roadways. Wow. I'm just waiting. Yeah, I mean obviously you want all the crops to get finished off and harvested and brought in and Yeah. Anybody who's dealing with drainage problems around their home or their basement or anything like that, yeah. Mm-hmm. Want it to end for all of that from a from a pure gardening standpoint. Other than the fact that, hey, you haven't been able to plant your bulbs this week. <laughs> and you haven't been able to do some of the cleanup that you wanted to without being too spongy. I couldn't be, couldn't plant any trees or shrubs this week. No. Too wet. But too boy, wet. maybe this coming week. Yeah, I think. Absolutely. Yeah, I think so. I mean, because overall, just having that charge of all that moisture for the gardener. Oh, perfect. It's been fantastic. Absolutely. It has been fantastic. Yeah. Yep. I'm thinking the evergreens going into winter, too. Absolutely. Yeah. That's a very good thought because Thank we you. would t- normally be saying, don't forget to water your evergreens. New, newly planted ones, even older ones, they, they need that extra charge of water in the um, fall, late fall, going into winter. And if... If for some reason it were to turn relatively dry from this point on, I know this really after this morning here, there's not much of a chance of rain, I don't think, this week. But in another two weeks, yeah, we'll probably be saying, get your hoses yeah, out, yeah, right? Yeah, absolutely. Uh-huh. <laughs> Before things start to freeze and, or get cold or whatever. But the important thing is with newly planted stuff, especially it really, really, really needs to be watered. Hmm. well going into winter and it's decidedly not too late to to plant new things just waiting for the the soil to drain yeah and i think depending upon the situation whether it's high ground or low ground and how much sun and wind we get and the temps i mean it could be tuesday wednesday thursday friday could be next weekend it's hard to say for sure but absolutely depends upon the site just in time to take advantage of all of our trees being our our deciduous trees and ornamental trees fruit trees being 50 percent off 50 so like two for one in fact i just i just sold someone six fruit trees yesterday six they're 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 planning on getting out there the last of the pears huh yeah yeah that's great what kind of fruit trees do you still have in stock here? I think we've got some plums and some a uh, couple of pears. Uh, bar- I think Bartlett's or something. But oh, neat. Yeah, and some ornamental trees that are just beautiful. Um, we still have them. And, and now's the perfect time because you can see what fall color you're going to get, too. Absolutely. 
Well, you have to hurry babies. because they're turning really well right now. <laughs> and yeah. so and we you, have some great shrubs. Oh my gosh! Off too. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. The shrubs like crazy, and and gosh, if you really have a, a big area, or even if it's a small area, fifty percent off makes such a difference. Just such a difference. <laughs> I love how you said two for one. Yeah, <laughs> basically. Uh, yeah. What do you think? Um, I know it's been a fall color's been not like a big burst so far. It's right. really, really late. Kind right? of sneaking yeah. in. And yeah, there's some gorgeous examples out there, but it's not just everywhere. Everywhere. Yeah. John mentioned the hickories out by his place, yep. and I noticed that a little bit more after he said that, just as that's starting to come on in some of the stands of, yep. of timber around yep. here. Yeah. And gorgeous. But some of the sugar maples are just outstanding. And as usual, almost every cultivar of red maple yep. is just fantastic. What is yeah. that that you have in the center of your parking lot? It's room? a red maple. Oh, wow. Is it gorgeous I right believe, now? I believe it's October glory. Oranges and yellows and reds all in yep. one tree. Uh, maples, the new ones, or any that come into the market, are usually chosen for their because of their fall color. Uh, and, and somewhat their form, but there's a lot of different reasons. But fall color is a real big issue. So, you know, I don't know. It depends on the forecast that you're looking at. But I'm seeing, um, you know, high 20s and even as low as 22, 24 one night uh, coming up lows. in the next week. Yeah. And so, again, who knows what's really going to happen. Yeah. But if we were to stay 27 or above, I would think that would only help intensify yeah. The fall color. It yep. should. Oh, uh, absolutely. In, in a big way. Yeah. Now, I'm afraid if it were to get down to 22, then... The freeze dry? <laughs> yeah, it could be. And explain yeah. that freeze yeah. dry thing it's, that you're talking about. It's kind of over. Just burn the leaves and they'll just crinkle up green and drop off. Aww. So, you know. That five degree difference makes oh, that much of a difference. Yeah, it goes down to a level. It's it's like tropicals, uh, in being not being below 55 for extended periods of time there's just that critical number and, and that's that's what it is especially when they're so lush yeah lots and of they're just not exposed to yeah. you know what, what's the coldest that they've been through so far 35 38 yeah, yeah, that's about yeah. It. Right. something like that yeah. so yeah if you get down to the high 20s yeah you know it's probably only going to help a little bit get some of that fall color going but yeah. then you drop down another five or seven degrees below that mm. yeah maybe we cross the line my Japanese maples are showing off right now. Are they? Yes, finally. Just beautiful. The I, I know I mentioned it, I think last week, was the coral bark maple, the Sengokaku. Mm. Um, it, the, the bark is beginning to get really intense in coloration, but now the leaves are turning yellow-orange. Oh, it's just such a beautiful That's combination. Oh, it's just gorgeous. So. Very beautiful. Fun. Yeah. Our phone number, by the way, if you want to call in and join us, is area code 217-356-9397, or you can text us at 217-351-5357 for Plant Experts Live at Prairie Gardens. Yes. So, John's got a few fall bulbs here, and we have a dwindling selection, but still a nice, a nice assortment over there. There's not a lot of quantity of any one thing. Absolutely. No, but there's some, but there's nice some great ones. packages and some great individual items uh, of monos. So they're all the same thing in a package, and then you got some of these combos. Yeah, uh, 
That's that are pretty exciting. And they're 20% and, and off. And they're 20% off. That's what's That's great. That's 20% off. Yeah. Bulbs are 20% off. <laughs> okay. <Yeah. laughs> Now's the time. My eyes I, light up. I do love these combinations. There's some beautiful combinations. Yes, that is still a beautiful left. combination. Uh, this, this particular bag has a yellow tulip and, and a, um, a grape hyacinth is what they're called, a little purple oh. flower. So the yellow and purple combination. Uh, wow. Okay. That's and they a call it. They, they named it Sunny Grapes. I, I love that name. That's, that's, <laughs> that's fun. So that's appropriate. Yeah. 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 Very cute. Well, and, and I thought, you know, that was my first inspiration. I thought I love that blue and yellow combination. Yeah. And then I was looking, I'm thinking, what if I wanted to extend the time a little bit on yeah. the areas? So I also picked out a yellow hyacinth Ooh. and this little beautiful little purple iris. These are like nice. short, short iris. Nice. And so these are bloom a little bit early yep. here than the tulips and hyacinth. Yeah. And then, Marion, one of your favorites is the alliums. Oh, my gosh, Which yeah. then, if you planted that kind of in that same area, you would have this you have coming purple on, thing going on a yeah. little bit later. How tall do alliums get? They're all different heights. I know it just okay. depends. Just <laughs> tons and Duh. tons of different ones. This one is going to be 36 inches. Oh, three feet. On yeah. the taller side, yeah. yeah wow. That's a tall one. And then, I mean, the, what would you call that? The blossom? The bloom? Gets sure, you it's, call it that. It looks larger than a softball. It, it, it's big. It yeah. is. It is big. And beautiful. It takes a lot of spray paint. Eight inches. Yes, it does. <laughs> and one of my favorites is the Schubertii, the Allium Schubertii, and we do actually do have some left. But it's the one that's easily... The the flower head is six inches, seven, eight inches across. As she holds up her hands in the size of a volleyball. Yeah, yeah, that's what I was thinking. Basketball, volleyball. Not basketball. Large. Eh, yeah, it's big. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But they're really cool, and they're really and How they're shorter. thick is the stem in order to support a flower that large? Well, they're not, like, really dense, heavy flowers, any of them. Yeah. But. About that thick. Yeah. About finger. You can, you can see everybody. Like a finger. Everybody can see him holding up his little <laughs> finger. Yeah. That's good. So, um, not too late to plant by any means. Oh, my gosh. Oh, no. no. I mean, it's actually almost just going to be perfect because it's been so warm. Yeah. So, if we do get a little bit cooler temperatures and it dries out this week yeah. and next week, it'll be the perfect right time to get it. them in yeah. the ground. So, Absolutely. outdoor bulbs are 20% off. What else, if you had a chance, you'd plant any tree and shrub once it dries out enough that you could dig any a hole? Any tree and shrub. And just go for it. Yeah, absolutely. Um, perennials, perennials, 50% off. Nice selection still. I was um, moving some around yesterday and looking at, wow, do I have a place for that? And then, oh, do I have a place for that? Yeah. <laughs> it's really dangerous being out there. And ornamental grasses, we still have ornamental grasses left. Um, they're 60% off, is that correct, John? That's correct, yeah. And uh, if I were planting grasses now, I'd probably mulch them a little heavier. Mulching any of them that we're talking about is important in the fall, particularly. Uh, mulching them in and watering them in well, but grasses maybe a little bit more. Ornamental okay. grasses. Nice selection, though. And fertilizing? You're really entering prime time to feed. Absolutely. Again, it's a lot better for almost any plant to feed this fall. Let the plants absorb what they need to, and then they can grow at their own pace next spring versus yep. a jolt. Uh, so if you're going to feed your lawn, you know, this is arguably the very best time of year to do it. So go ahead and feed. 
Um, and then it'll absorb all it needs, and you don't have to be out there trying to feed early next spring. So um, a lot of people believe that when plants go into their dormancy, they just stop. They, there's no function going on. But, but that's not true. You know, they're still doing their root production and, and taking in nutrients and stuff. So what Steve is saying is just, like, perfect timing. So Absolutely. deciduous shrubs, evergreens, Absolutely. trees, you name it, yep. any of that kind of stuff would be great to go ahead and feed this fall. And yep. And then when you talk about mulching it in, how thick of a mulch? Go ahead. Not, not <laughs> what you just pointed out, like an inch or so. If you can like do three inches, easy. That's what I is like that, Is that three inches or is that a softball? Wow. So <laughs> you were about two and three quarters on okay. that one. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but it, it should be substantial. And, you know, there's another thing that's I was talking about me. with. Because I just think as long as I cover the dirt, then that's, you know. That, that's what I do sometimes. It's just a cosmetic thing to yes. cover. But no, to, to actually make a difference. But right at the base of the yeah. plant, cosmetic. Yeah. But right. flare out. In, yeah. there, okay. in the root zone and, and out further, that's when you want to get pretty thick. But uh, I was explaining to somebody about Budlia, uh, butterfly bush, because I just sold the last one. But planting it, then you do mulch it for the winter, but you do mulch up over the crown of that pretty well. Oh, you do? Not just around oh, the base of it. I'd go 10, 12 inches. If you can get it, that's what I was trying to explain. Is get that mulch up there. Yep. And and same with uh, with all your, your roses, hybrid tea roses Absolutely. especially. You want to really pile it thick. Yep. Wow. See, I never would have thought that. Well, so, you're just going to help, help ensure it overwintering. Yes. So do you feel... It's just like a load's been lifted off your shoulders since that last budlea is gone. I know. I know. The other day you were like butterfly bush. No, I wasn't. <laughs> yeah, you were. It had. It still had one flower on it. One little flower cluster on it. It was Aww. so neat to watch it. <laughs> Wasn't that the white one? Yeah. Yeah. It, those are really pretty. It was the Pugster series, which is a dwarf series. Uh, this was the white one, of course, but. Um, Less than all of them are less than was it two feet tall? Two to three feet, yeah. Yeah, that pugster and and their flower clusters are just fat little things. Oh, it's they're, just, they're yeah. huge, so, aren't they? They're so cool. They're so robust. You, you yeah. expect yeah. that size of flower on a five foot tall plant Seriously. versus an eighteen inch tall one. Yeah. Yeah, but the butterfly bush were very rewarding all fall. Oh, for sure. Just just absolutely gorgeous. You think of it. Oh, okay, good. I'm gonna finally start getting color and late June or July, early July, something like that. But yep. they were just fantastic all the way through October. And and those are one, you you deadhead those, and they'll just keep on going. Yeah, they sure do. Yeah. They have those bites. If you can keep up with stems. it. Yeah. If you have well, a right, break in between your knockout rows deadheading or whatever. <laughs> yeah. you you your pick time. your priorities. <laughs> yeah. I haven't deadheaded my roses. You haven't? No, just because of him. <laughs> yeah. That's too bad, though. You should do what you want to do, Marianne. Actually, I usually it's do. It's too late to do <laughs> it. it. Well, you know, last week, I think I still saw some shrub roses out there. Are oh, yeah. Yeah? Absolutely. There's there's a nice selection of knockouts, actually. And um, we have some of the fairy left, which is that a nice little shrub rose, real low-growing. Low-growing. Low yeah. Tiny little flowers. Light pink. Light pink. Really? Multi-petal. Yeah. Okay. Actually, before knockouts came on... And how long have knockouts been around? 20-ish. Some years. I don't even know how long they've been around. Yep. But uh, there were really just a handful of shrub roses that were um, yeah. some of the more popular ones. And, and the fairy was one of the more popular ones. Absolutely. It's yeah. very disease-resistant, pretty darn winter-hardy. 
nice yeah. light pink colored flower. Yep. It's a very nice texture. Robust Sweet little plant. flower, yeah. Yeah. And now, and but it's smaller but not like a mini rose. No, it, it's the it's flowers not. the flower's smaller. It's but just the flower. Okay. But issue. The but plant's a full size plant. Yeah, it's a full size plant, yeah. Okay. So, but at any rate, we have a, a still a nice selection of knockouts and a few other roses, but um, they're also on sale. They're um, 25 50 Oh, you made them 50% off? Yeah. Oh, no. 50%. That's, again, that's two for one. Yeah. <laughs> Shrub roses. Oh, I love it. <laughs> and, yeah, all sorts of beautiful shades of pink out there. And I think I saw a few whites. There's some whites and some yellows. One or two yellows, uh-huh. yeah. I don't know. No, we had coral. I think that was one of my favorites. Mm. It was the coral I think one. it's gone. You think it's gone? Oh, well. You yeah. got a few mums left? A few mums. 25% off. Yeah, they're um, really showing off. Yeah, like maybe two sizes, two or three colors. Yeah. And we're getting down to the the handful. I mean, it's not a handful, the but later relatively bloomers. when you're talking about thousands and thousands and thousands and thousands of mums, it's a relatively <laughs> a handful. Yeah. yeah. But uh, they're absolutely gorgeous right now still, too. So if uh, you're still looking for some color or if exactly. you want to say... Hey, I'd like to have some stuff because I'm going to have company coming over in a couple, three weeks. Yep. Some of the stuff, if you took care of it and positioned it right, this could might look good in three more weeks still. I oh, so. yeah. With the temperatures doing what they're doing, absolutely. I, would, I, could, I could see it going on that long. But, see. you know, it, like you said, for, you need that instant. I have company counting what I do. Mm-hmm. Well, okay, get a mom and some of our heirloom um, uh, um, squash and pumpkins. Oh. They're also two for one. They are. Yes. Yeah. So talk about different colors and textures. I mean, there's a nice selection there is. Uh, of the heirlooms. Uh, you could really, you know, pile them up at your entrance. Absolutely. Well, I even put some on my on my deck, on my patio table. Oh, for sure. Because I sit oh, there cool. and I, it's nice to look at, you know. Heck yeah. Nice. Mr. Matt Varnish. That's right. <laughs> it keeps, does, those, keeps it those squirrels does, away. It helps keep those squirrels away. I did Can't that. Say totally, but it, it does help. Yeah, it, it's not a hundred percent, but it's it's reasonably. So effective. they take a bite and spit it out. Then they they went after my favorite one. That's the <sighs> one they they decided to of eat. The cream one did. with the orange stripes. Yes. Yeah. It's like really. And had you sprayed it with anything? Yes. I I did all of the ones that I got this year. I did with the the matte finish varnish. And it does seem to keep them off of it, except for that one. <laughs> so that it's like this mind meld, you know. They they can they they picked up which one was my favorite. So let's eat the one that she likes the That's, best. Well, it's, of course, it's their favorite too. <laughs> now it is. <laughs> That's right. And it was. they make fantastic chicken food. Ooh. Uh, what squash? Yeah. And pumpkins? Yeah. So if, if uh, when I'm done for the season, I could uh, box them up and send them your way? Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Makes the yolks exceptionally orange. Does it really? Yeah, it does. It changes the color a little bit. How cool is that? Yeah. Huh. That's neat. So, like, do you write on the shell of the egg? Pumpkin <laughs> eggs. What they what they <laughs> ate that week, so when you crack it open, you're not surprised? Yeah, there is. Just a forensic so thing. That no. John, tell me, I... So I sent home a whole big bag full of, of icky, wiggly worms. What color did the yolks turn after the worms? That's the same. Oh. He took worms out of your garden and gave them to his chickens? I I was cleaning up something. Here? Here. Not okay. To, it's been several months ago, but there were just gobs of worms under this piece of wood. So I, I've swept them into a, a, a 
plastic bag and send them home for the chickens. I think about the chickens all the time. I guess you do. So those poor chickens. I would have and, never thought. And apparently the chickens loved them. Yep. <laughs> well, good. I'm happy for the chickens. They'll eat anything, apparently. You're listening to Plant Experts Live at Prairie Gardens. You can phone in at 217-356-9397 or text 351-5357. So so I need to work out a trade. I can give you my rotten pumpkins when I'm done with them for the fall season. Okay. And then I could start getting you to save eggshells for me. Eggshells. To keep adding to the garden. Oh. Yeah. For the extra calcium. Good idea. Sure. Uh That's what we recommend in the spring for people that have had blossom end rot and tomatoes. It's the so Lee Kabuti method of preventing blossom end rot. And have people that that say absolutely do it, works yep. like a charm, blah, yep. blah, blah. So, you know, if it works, it works. Nice. But but you just incorporate it into your entire garden, is that correct? Yeah, Steve? I just put them wherever. But, you know, since since things rotate... And so at least every couple, three years, there's going to be a tomato there or a sure. pepper there or something like that that sure. might have that calcium need to prevent the blossom and rot. I figure everywhere is fine. And why do you rotate? Why do you think is, you know the answer, Marianne. Yeah, but I asked you first. <laughs> <laughs> well, oh, if, if, if you have the luxury of having some space where you can plant a variety in different locations, you have a better chance of withstanding some of the potential overwintering diseases that can be uh, in that location. So if if I'm growing tomatoes in this spot, and there's even if it's not bad, you're going to have some early blight or late blight or septoria leaf spot. You're going to have some of those fungus diseases, and those spores are going to overwinter in the soil, and they can be there for more than a few years even, but then if you have an opportunity to grow your tomatoes over there, then maybe some of those spores can die out by the time you get back and in planting into that space. So just crop rotation, much like on a much smaller scale, somebody might plant beans in a field one year and they might plant corn in that same field the next year. I thought so. it had something to do with the nutrients in the soil and what needs replenishing and what doesn't. And uh, But no, it's about uh, you can, you disease. Can, you can overcompensate with that with fertilizer, uh, really. So it's really more about disease control. Okay. Yeah. That's neat. And speaking of nutrients, it, the fall is a great time to replenish your garden with compost and organic materials just does a great job of, of just freshening up your soil, improving drainage. It really does improve the tilth, getting it ready for next spring. And yeah. anything you can do this fall just gets you so much further ahead next Absolutely spring. Absolutely. Oh well. yeah. Absolutely. We moved into our new building at the radio station. I saw that in the newspaper. We're, oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> Good. I read the newspaper. We're, we're <laughs> right around the corner, <laughs> um, just on Fox Drive, where we had been on Devonshire. But um, it was funny because the, I don't know if it was the first or second day, where, um, you know, I was indoors for, for a little bit, but there was so much thistle growing outside. I just had to get to it. Thistle? Thistle. 
Oh, and dear. just here and there in, in the lawn and whatnot and at the entrance. And so I'm going along and I'm trying to get rid of the, pulling out the thistle and wishing I had my rose gloves on me. Because mm-hmm. <laughs> it hurt. Mm-hmm. Yes, it does. <laughs> but then, so Allie comes up. She's walking up with a big box of stuff that she's moving in. And she goes, oh, Tamara, just go figure that where would we see you working on the landscaping? <laughs> <laughs> We've turned you into a gardener, haven't we? i got to pull weeds. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. There's no pokeweeds, so you're going after the thistle. Well, yeah. Oh, well, there might be pokeweed. Yeah. So, okay. I know, I know you guys are. Whatever we need. But along the lines of the preparing a garden bed, then, yes, there are two beds going into the back entrance, mm-hmm. and uh, they were just loaded with weeds. Oh, dear. And and I was kind of on, uh, on a roll anyway, so I went ahead and pulled out all the weeds. Wow. Yeah. And 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 it's really good, nice, loose soil. Great. I could fluff it up just with my fingers. Wow. Uh, and so now I'm thinking, what should I do? Mo- just stick some mulch over it. Good for the winter. Should I do something uh, uh, more? If you don't know what you're going to do yet from a landscaping standpoint, true. I think putting mulch super thick on it, shredded bark super thick on it, would be great. Yeah. Because then you could keep. New weed seeds from sprouting yet this fall. Okay. Some of the cool season weeds could still pop up. And that way, you take some of the pressure off next spring, and yep. it can be clean and weed-free. Yes. And then once you know. And if anybody accidentally steps in it, it won't be muddy. Ish. Built ish. Yeah. <laughs> They'll land on some bark. Yeah. Yep. Shredded bark. I would get on that. Well. Okay. <laughs> Good. Thank you. Good advice. I would assign that Because I was wondering if I should go ahead and do fertilizer now or not. Um, but yeah, I have no idea what what people what anybody's going to want to plant in it. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't know if I'd bother so much with that unless I knew what I was doing. Okay. In terms of its future, but it, I'd sure mulch it. Okay. For sure, get Good. it cleaned up. Absolutely. Our phone number is two one seven three five six nine three nine seven, or you can text three five one five three five seven for Plant Experts Live at Prairie Gardens. We do have a text. It says, "Is it possible to overwinter dahlias, and if so, how?" Thanks. Yes. Yes, you can. Really? How would you guys how do would it? You do it? Not in the ground. Not. It's right. Not okay. in the ground. Because <laughs> are they a tropical? I'm guessing. They're not hard. They're, they're not tender. winter hardy yeah. here. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. They're treated as an annual. So. So dahlias have uh, uh, it's a it's a tuber under the ground. Uh, I'm probably pretty confident they're probably stopped blooming by now. Uh, you could certainly cut them off, or you can wait till the first frost and let it let them die die off. Cut them off uh, at the base. Uh, just you know, leave it a couple inches of the stem. Dig them, wash them off, let them dry out. Uh, you can lay them out on some newspaper or cardboard box, but somewhere where it's going to be dry, So because you, you want them to be dry before you store them. Hmm. So once, once dried, uh, you need to keep them above freezing temperatures, uh, keep them in a uh, cardboard box, plastic, uh, not, not plastic, but... Uh, uh, paper bag, something that breathes a little, breathes yeah. a little bit. You don't yeah. want it to be okay. Yeah. You don't want to suffocate it. So yeah, so you, it's got to breathe. Some people put a little peat moss in just in case there's some moisture to absorb. And oh. when you lift them, you have to be a little bit more careful because if you could imagine a little bit of a 
cluster of bananas kind of look or feel to it where you've yeah. got thicker roots that are hanging down almost like an, a hand like fingers, fingers yeah. um, so if you just it's not going to be one mass it's not going to be like a canna or something like that that's going to be a thick solid root it's going to be more apt to break so I'd take a digging fork and dig out wider than you think you probably need to not right at the base of the plant and see if you can lift up the soil and the roots and and get them in it's important to go, though, as John said, to get all the soil off of it and let the root dry before you start, before you go through the process of putting it in something to store it for the winter. And is that only with dahlias, or is that no. anything that you kind of want to come in and overwinter? Same, uh, Cana. Cannas, uh, uh, what Elephant else? Gladiolas. Glass. Yeah. I mean, those would be the three more common things. Elephant Arabia. ears, four yeah. common things. Speaking of which, we got the uh, big boys secured for next spring. Yay. That's cool. The huge elephant ear bulbs. The ones that look like coconuts. You know, yeah. Oh, really okay. Yes. They do look like coconuts. Yeah, they do. Some they of the uh, seed potatoes are secured for next spring again, so something to look forward to. And we actually got, we don't have them on display yet, but we'll have them on display this week. Our first batch of 2022 seeds. Yay. Uh, from botanical interest. So there's going to be a huge display. That, that's of amazing. Seeds for next year that'll be in stock now so people can amazing get them and have them in their hands so they're ready to go they can make great stocking stuffers look at the seed packets all winter long thinking about their new garden <laughs> wouldn't that be fun looking through your photos it from the past fun. year yeah just kind of like that only different yeah <laughs> we don't have them again on display yet but we're going to be it's pushing the whole microgreens and seeds out sprouting thing this winter so you could start those in, indoors now, and you could have a continual supply of f- fresh, clean food, uh, greens in your home. Hmm. And, again, you could do the sprouts and not even have to worry about any light level. They're just going to sprout, and then and a few days later you've got them. So in order to stimulate that interest, we've brought in a, a few bean sprout, alfalfa sprout salads this morning. So we're going to be... Uh, nummy, nummy getting going on that yeah thank you so much for yes for uh, the i can't wait for lunch now yeah i know <laughs> <laughs> that's great the uh person asking about overwintering dahlias uh mentioned that uh theirs are in planters so oh even easier yeah okay so you you take them uh, at, like john was explaining after they've gone down uh i'm sure they're finished for the season i can't imagine them still flowering now well they won't be after stra- this week uh, stranger things have happened yeah. like like the zinnias out back um hmm. just it's easier to take them out of the soil it if it's potting soil and it should have been um it'll just fall away it'll be easy to clean them up and lay them out to dry right Okay. And, and the roots won't be as dramatic in the big right. tuberous on the if it's a smaller dahlia. Oh, it's one okay. that stays 12 inches tall. It won't be dramatic like it would be if it was uh, a yeah. big dinner plate. Dinner plate, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Fun stuff. Mm-hmm. But to try and have them inside the house, unless you had greenhouse-like conditions, is just not going to be practical. So you pretty much will need to let it go to sleep and, yeah. then, and then start again and pot it up next spring. Yep. Okay, good. Yeah. Anything uh, fertilizing, obviously cleanup, planting, anything you could get in the ground if it dries out in a few days, whether it's shrubs, perennials on sale, bulbs on sale. The other thing to think about is uh, taking care of your, uh, any tree actually, but there's the insect issues that we've had in the last few years. It's time to put out your 
uh, what used to be Bayer, it's BioAdvance now, 3M, the uh, tree, tree. The systemic. systemic yeah. bleh, bleh, I couldn't say it. <laughs> yes, time to do that. Yeah, absolutely. And speaking of systemics, if you haven't brought your houseplants in yet. Oh, my gosh, I hope you have already. You really want to. Yeah. Like now. Yeah. Like, and, and again, right, get your flash out right now, flashlight out right now. And you now. could uh, <laughs> put the systemics on those still and bring them on inside, but clean them up. Physical removal of any insects, scout it out, maybe cut them back, get rid of some of the stuff, maybe a topical insecticide and then the insecticide in the soil. But um, if you haven't done it yet, you've probably survived. You may or may not have hurt the plants a little bit, but when we drop down into the high 20s. It will definitely hurt the plants. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. So I think that's as early as, is that as early as tomorrow night? No, I, I saw actually in the mid-30s, but I was thinking the really low temperatures were mid, mid-week mid next week. Late, yeah, mid, I think so. And, but and normally th- what, what I like to do when I do those procedures of the systemic, you know, you start that really super early and then, you know, at least, you know, two or three weeks before you're thinking about bringing them inside so it has time to activate. Then you do your physical removal if you need the topical. Uh, I kind of stage mine in the garage for a few days just in case there's still some things that we missed, especially earlier, a couple of weeks ago, the white flies were so prevalent. Oh, my gosh. Mm. Oh, yeah. That's when I was yeah. kind of working on mine. So so I just ensured me knowing that I wasn't going to bring that inside. Yeah, That's a sure. good idea. Yep. But now that your time frame has been accelerated, if you haven't done it yet, <laughs> better just Get whiz, on it. whiz them in. Yeah, <laughs> get on it. Absolutely. <laughs> At the systemic, put them in the garage, and then bring them in later. Yeah. Yep. Well, yeah, not too long in the garage. I, no. Yeah, because it's yeah. not be unless it's cold. a heated garage. Yeah, which and plenty yeah. of light. Yeah, okay. yeah. yeah. That's okay. <laughs> okay, just yeah. get her done. <laughs> this, oh, do it. You were talking about what you had in. I wanted to mention the orchids. You have a, a beautiful display of orchids available. Yes, pink and white, and yes, and just classy looking. So uh, everything you could want. Yeah. And then you, well, we got a whole bunch of houseplants again last Sunday. Yep. Yes. So uh, we're full up again and looking really, really good. Yep. So many fresh things. And yep. you have them going back in the, uh, in the, back in the greenhouse with um, all of the water fountains going and the lights in the water fountains. It just it's feels just good. so tropical. And yes. It just feels good. It's very nice. Absolutely. And of course, in the, uh, the former room that had been, uh, home to your tropical the plants. The room formerly known as uh, houseplant. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's now full of Christmas trees. The room known as the Christmas tree room. Th- there you go. <laughs> no, that's the, um, y'all are looking at me funny. I'm just kind of thinking. Waiting. It's just the normal just for you. Okay. <laughs> you where going with something this? special coming up in a couple of weeks. And, uh, that's where she's going with this. Oh. It's your yeah. totally two Christmas week, Two open weeks from house. yesterday and today and tomorrow, right? Yeah. Two weeks. Oh, yeah. my gosh. Totally Christmas open house. Open house. Feeling the pressure. So you already, you already have so much Christmas uh, up right now. It's, it's on the way. Beautiful. You betcha. It's fun to see what all there is to choose Isn't from. Isn't it lovely? It, it really is. And, and, and just little pops of color everywhere. Um, and then, of course, the trees. I'm looking forward to seeing... All of the trees and the various displays. You're getting there. And the different themes yep. that each one will have. Yep. And, of course, for those who don't know, they give away a Christmas tree with the open house. Wait, so, 
you get to vote on your favorite tree of all the ones that are decorated throughout the store. Mm-hmm. How many, Steve? Mm, I can't remember if it's going to be nine or ten this year. Okay. Uh, but it's somewhere in that ballpark. Nice. Uh, a couple of them are going to be garlands this year just because. Uh, oh, just that's okay. So they can still give the idea yeah. of, of the color combinations and texture combinations. Heck yeah. But they'll be done in a garland form. But uh, That's cool. But it'll be just as incredible as ever. And, you know, every year you expect things to get a little bit better just because that's, because the, it does. that's the nature of our, our yeah. crew. Whether it's the buyers or the designers and uh, and the people putting the displays together, but you just expect that improvement, and yep. I think that's what we're seeing again right now. Just the 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 parts and pieces that are fully put together, just over the top. It's it is amazing, and I know I say this every year. I I couldn't think it would be better from last year. Yeah, but it is. There yeah. it is. <laughs> no, it's better and better. And and some of the themes that you have out this year that they have out this year. That, yeah, you. Anyway, it's so fun. The black tie is a lot of fun for me just because it's kind of classy. It's all black and white. And What an interesting theme for, for a Christmas decoration. But I love it, too. I, I think, think it's, it's great. Yeah. Yes. It is. And that's one that extends a little bit longer than than just Christmas. Time. That's exactly Goes what into I was New thinking. Year's Goes into New Year's really well. Exactly. Winter. I could see it going into Valentine's Day pretty easily, too. Absolutely. <laughs> If you if you if you didn't feel like taking it down, right? Just throw a little red in there. You've got it. You know? There you go. Can I have your oh. Valentine dinner by the Christmas tree? There you go. Well, by then it would be a Valentine tree. Yeah. Right. Sure. Why not? <laughs> so, sure. so you're going to have all sorts of specials going on with the Totally Christmas Open House. Yeah. Yeah. Sammy's putting the ads together right now. Getting all, she took a bunch of photographs yesterday for those pieces, and so there's going to be a lot of really neat things. Um, and that's what's exciting because, you know, people have been working on this since last December and January. Yeah. Our crew has been for this year, for this wow. Christmas season. Uh, but now that you, you get those that excitement rekindled because, you know, we you didn't forget about it, but you were busy doing other things the last right. six months. Mm-hmm. But now oh, that gardening. it's all coming oh, together, that. yeah, <laughs> it's pretty cool. It is cool. Yeah. And uh, we've got some... Uh, some of the neat new lights that are uh, in stock. Oh. Almost almost all of them are in now. We had a few that arrived later this week. But we have our best selection ever of those really long links of lights that are a 1,000 light sets that are uh, the LED compacts and clusters. Ooh. And uh, just every color you could imagine. Uh, some of those neat strobes and orbs that we have those hanging cool. up there that are the starbursts that are 30 inches with the controller and 36 inches uh, for outdoor use. Uh, the the trees the artificial trees with the um just at the end the lights throughout them and uh, you similar to the the artificial ones you have with all the autumn leaves on yeah. it probably only maybe i don't know four five Ish. maybe five feet tall yeah yeah cool stuff those really yeah. add to it right I think, I think lighting is so important uh not only at the holidays but in the winter especially because it's so dark yes yeah Absolutely. Yes. Love it. In fact, yeah, now that you're talking about it and it's going to be nice out, I wonder if I should just go ahead and start stringing them ahead of time. No, wait for it to get cold so your fingers are numb. (laughs) Your hair is freezing. The ground is nice and crunchy, yeah. (laughs) And if you don't have an easy electrical source, we have a great selection of solar Christmas lights, too. Solar Christmas lights? Oh, yeah. Really? That's wonderful. Isn't that awesome? 
for outdoor lights, I'm assuming. That's the best place yeah, to use okay. those solar lights, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All righty. <laughs> well, I'm going to have to check those out. And then um, I know you had talked previously at, in previous years about one that used an app on your phone. Yeah. Did they? We, yeah. We had a a whole series of dancing uh, color change lights all ordered and ready to come in and the whole chip shortage. Oh, gotcha. Okay. <laughs> okay. Didn't yeah, happen. Didn't that's happen. Right. Got to roll with so it. So we were going to have the best, the best group ever on that, but not this year. They decided to put them in a car, I guess, instead. Those <laughs> chips. Or yet. They just haven't come in yet. No, they're not going to be available this year. <laughs> oh, well. But, but it, you, you know, again, it's not going to take anything away from what's over there. It's but just an incredible selection Yeah. of neat stuff. Some of the great color-changing compacts and clusters um, are back in. And just every color. The blues are, the blue LEDs are just the best color. Intense. Yeah. Just, yeah, very vibrant. Very soothing. And whether you want a light twinkle or you want it to be steady or you want it to be, hey, look at me, look at me, oh, look at me. Top. You mm-hmm. can just do about anything you want to do. Clark Griswold For kind sure. of. <laughs> For sure. Brightness. I gotcha. <laughs> and then, of course, your variety of Christmas trees themselves. Yeah. You can have them lit or not lit. Yeah. They're, they're doing a great job of shaping on display. I'd say we're probably about three-fourths on display. We've got a few more that just arrived late uh, this last uh couple days we got another container that's coming in monday Yay. so we've got more that'll be coming out over the next uh week but yeah a really nice selection i mean by far the best selection of that you'll find anywhere right now but it's only going to keep getting better here over the course of the next week i yeah. know when i was talking to jackie martin at the news gazette yesterday uh she was they're going to plan on coming out to pick out their things for the building oh for the new building here wonderful later this week so Yay. Yay. <laughs> I guess I'll be decorating a tree a little later this Yay. week. Then. Yay. Yay. <laughs> awesome. be. Well, what's so cool is that if you were here uh, last week, we're going to have some new things already this week. So it's not yeah. like uh, it's kind of neat every every week there's, there's something or more. every few yeah. days there's more stuff that comes out. No, it's every day. I'm sorry. Almost every day right. I walk yeah. through the store, it's like, <laughs> what? <laughs> it changes a lot every day. It truly does. Mm-hmm. You get a group of people that are just flat out on it. So yeah. It's cool stuff. Yeah. I agree. So the Totally Christmas Open House coming up Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, mm-hmm. November 12th through the 14th. Yep. Three days. Three days of Christmas cheer. Well, it's just such a great feeling at the open house. You know, everybody's yeah. excited, and, and you kind of, it's just a kickoff to the yeah. season. Yeah. So. yeah. You're but, right. And again, if you see it now, don't wait. Just go ahead and get it. Absolutely. Yeah, you know, we've got a great special right now mm-hmm. on some of these, two of these most popular lights, those uh, compact lights, the thousand light sets, and the translucent wire, and the green wire are on special right now, too. So. Ooh. You don't have to wait till open house. Wonderful. To get some deals. Well, come on in then. Yeah. All right. There's the music. Yeah. Still some Halloween stuff available here at Prairie Gardens, too, I'll throw out. And mums. And mums. Orchids, all sorts Pump, of things. Heirloom pumpkins. Pumpkins. Okay. All on sale. All right. 
Well, thanks so much, you guys, for all of the interesting information you had today. You've been listening to Plant Experts live at Prairie Gardens with Marianne Metz, John Wise Garver, and Steve Brown. I'm Tamara McDaniel. Our executive producer is Dave Leak. A podcast of the show will be available later today at WDWS.com. Just click on Multimedia and Podcasts. That's where you'll find previous podcasts as well. Thank you so much for listening. We certainly hope you enjoy the weekend, and happy Halloween!